What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Yo, Tara Blake. <laughs> Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest, tonight on NBC. You are now entering the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hi, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. Today... Andrew is stuck in the Hurricane Irma down in Miami. So we have a special guest star, Anthony. Hey, guys. <laughs> Anthony's one of my best friends and a professor at Hofstra University and an internationally recognized expert in HIV and AIDS. And so he's going to help us answer the question today, is there a pill to prevent HIV? So let's talk a little bit about PrEP. And for those of you who are not familiar with PrEP, PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. And oftentimes you'll see it written P-R-E-P. Um, you might see it in profiles or on online dating sites. And it basically means that someone's taking one pill once a day to prevent themselves from contracting HIV. So there is a pill that can stop you from getting HIV. The short answer is yes. So we're done with this episode. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. We have more questions. Okay. So, um, so how many people are using PrEP? So there's not a lot of nationally national data about it because it's only been around for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. the, the medication that people take who are on PrEP is one pill. So there's only one pill approved by the Food and Drug Administration or the FDA. And it's been around for a long time, but it's new for prevention. So mm -hmm. we really still aren't quite sure number of people are taking it who have prescriptions for it or are getting it through other ways like their friend or their sex partners or whatever. Okay. So is everybody supposed to be taking this for preventing HIV? So good question. The answer is no. Um, at the end of the day, it still is a medication that could have some very mild side effects in people. And so you really have to work with a, a physician to make sure that you're eligible. And eligibility includes like if I'm HIV negative and you're HIV positive and we're having sex together, one way of protecting me is by taking this pill. <laughs> <laughs> 
Spring thought that was funny. I thought that was very funny. Okay, yeah. but it's but it's actually a pretty serious topic. So we so if I'm negative and you're positive, and we're having sex. I can protect myself. We'll talk about condoms later. Also, if you're having sex with sex workers or people who inject drugs or people who have a history of getting other sexually transmitted infections, that you're having you know sex with people who may introduce some level of risk then PrEP may be a good solution. But you still have to go to the doctor's office because the first thing they'll do after giving you an assessment is making sure that you're HIV negative. And so getting an HIV test is still the most important first step. So it sounds like really people should only be taking this if they're having sex with people that are likely to have HIV, right? Yeah, or that when you don't know someone's status. So it's easy to say, oh, I saw on someone's Grindr app or on Tinder or Bumble, they say they're HIV negative. But you've got to ask the question, when's the last time did you had an HIV test? Who have you had sex with since you had that HIV test? Was it most, most people, really their status is unknown. They might say it's negative because the last time they had a test, it came back negative. But you, you really got to get tested regularly, which for most people is about twice a year. So that to me sounds like you're saying everybody should be using it because if most people don't really know their status, then you should be on PrEP. Yeah. Well, although PrEP is very effective and there's been a lot of clinical trials, both in heterosexual and gay couples and men and sex workers that has shown that it works and that it's safe, that people get really mild side effects like headaches and things like that, upset stomachs and loss of appetite, it still doesn't prevent from getting anything. So for example, taking PrEP might protect against HIV, but it's not protecting you against other sexually transmitted infections, things like chlamydia and gonorrhea and syphilis. So still using condoms with PrEP, it's about is the best package. Mm-hmm. So, so why don't you tell us a little bit why someone would still want to use condoms and PrEP. Great. So PrEP is going to prevent HIV, but since we're still worried about all the other sexually transmitted diseases, you'd want to use a condom. And nothing is 100%, is it? So no. how, how effective is PrEP, actually? Because we know that condoms, there's still a chance of getting things in, so it's greatly reducing your risk. Is that the same for PrEP? Yeah. Great question. And, you know, most of the research shows that condoms are about 99% effective when used correctly and consistently. And the number is still very close to that with PrEP. PrEP averages the... um, uh, I just lost my train of thought. There you go. Um, What percentage? Yeah. It's about 96%. Okay. So we compare 96 and 99%, both are really high, but nothing is 100%. So doing things in combination, whether it's using a male condom or a female condom and PrEP, getting HIV tested, knowing the HIV status of your sex partners, you know, there's still a lot of options. Mm-hmm. So I just want to go back one more time to who it's actually recommended for because we we kind of talked about it being, you know, pretty effective and that if we don't actually know the status of partners, it's a good idea. But um, I think that that isn't the way that a lot of doctors might think. Do they kind of prescribe it to certain groups of people? Well, the, the biggest problem is a lot of medical providers still aren't, don't fully understand PrEP. In fact, just a year or two ago, 
our national public health agency, the CDC, or the Centers for Disease Control. In the U.S.? In the U.S., yep. Did a survey of primary care providers and, you know, physicians and nurses. And a third of them had never heard of PrEP. Mm. And so if your doctor or nurse doesn't even know what PrEP is, how are they going to counsel you to use it as a strategy to prevent against HIV? So it's really important that anyone who's out there, young or old, who's having sex with a lot of different people or don't know the HIV status or sex workers or intravenous drug use, anything that could put them at risk, that they feel comfortable and confident initiating the conversation that, yes, there is a pill that can prevent HIV, and it's PrEP. And the, the, the drug name is called Truvada. Um, so, so it's not for everyone, but it's for people who have slightly above what's considered quote-unquote normal risk mm -hmm. and that really is a conversation between the patient and the provider it's not like um it's a magic checklist that you have to get certain you know things checked off to get it it's really does a does your provider feel comfortable prescribing this after they've tested you and you've come back hiv negative and the best part of all this we haven't even gotten there yet <laughs> wait what's the best part the best part is you can start any time that you feel comfortable and ready to start, and I'm going to talk about adherence in a few minutes, but you can stop whenever you feel like it. So if let's say you and I are, are one of us is HIV positive, one of us is HIV negative, we're not having sex and we're using condoms, we're going to take PrEP, and then let's say six months from now, you and I break up and we stop having sex with each other. If my risk goes back to quote unquote normal, I don't need to take PrEP anymore. So there's no kind of uh, like slope that you have to kind of taper off or taper onto it or anything? Tapering off, no. But getting started, yes, which is really important. PrEP doesn't work immediately. It takes about three weeks for the PrEP to the pill to work its way through the bloodstream to give you full protection. Okay. So you can't say, oh, you know, it's Saturday night. I'm going to have a crazy night out and I'm going to start <laughs> taking it today. You're not fully protected for three weeks. Okay. And it's, what's also really important about the, the pill is that you take it consistently. You can't say, oh, you know what? It's the weekend. I'm going to take it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm going to go off of it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I'm going to go on it the following weekend. You have to take it every single day. Now, the good thing is it's just one pill once a day. But the bad part is you have to take it every day while you want to be on it. Mm -hmm. Great. So um, what about if you think that you might have gotten HIV, then can you take the pill to uh, make sure you're still safe? Yeah. So unfortunately, PrEP does not work after an exposure. The whole point is about taking it before um, you engage in sexual risk activity. So um, there is another pill um, that you can take after you've been exposed, to, you think you've been exposed. And the best thing to do is to go to an emergency room. If you go to an emergency room and you tell the ER doctor or nurse that you think you may have been exposed to HIV, then they'll do a series of tests and they may get you started on a different medication to prevent uh, the transmission of HIV after you've been exposed. But what's so important about that pill is that you get started within two to three days. The sooner to the event, the better. If you wait after three days, like let's say something happens on Friday, and you decide, oh, I'm not going to go till Monday after work, then it's going to be too late for them to start you on anything. So any emergency room in the country can prescribe that kind of 
post-exposure medication. So if you, for example, had sex with someone and then you found out that they were HIV positive after you had sex, you could go to go the emergency, emergency room. room. Go to the emergency mm-hmm. room, yeah. Okay, great. So, um, so let me ask you a question. <laughs> you know, we talk about PrEP like it's the golden pill, and it really has a lot of great qualities to it, but there still is some controversy over it, especially with from both providers and other kind of higher-risk communities, especially with gay men. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, I know that some people are concerned that it's kind of promoting what we would call risky behavior, which is like not using any condoms. And so if people think, oh, I'm protected against HIV, then I'll just have more risky sex. Um, And that becomes a problem because if we're contracting a lot of other STDs, that actually puts us at higher risk for um, contracting HIV. So if someone then went off, PrEP, then they would be actually at higher risk of contracting it. And so preventing STDs in general is a good plan of attack for uh, preventing HIV and for keeping safe and healthy. I've I've even heard some providers call it like a party pill because they think, oh, you're a young gay man, you're going out to party, circuit parties, this, that, and other house parties, and you're just going to pop a pill and then have lots of random, you know, anonymous... Um, condomless sex. But do we have any proof that that's true? No. In fact, we know that um, a lot of other sexual behaviors really don't change when someone goes on on PrEP. Now, there are people who choose to, hey, you know what? I'm on PrEP. I am going to stop using condoms. But in most cases, those people weren't using condoms to begin with. So in fact, now they have an extra layer of protection because if they're taking their PrEP pill consistently and daily that you know they have um, a way of protecting themselves from sexual transmission of HIV so you know it's kind of like um, we have all these tools for prevention and different tools work for different people and some people want to use multiple tools and some yeah. will only some will only like one and they'll only use that but I think that it's great that the more prevention tools we have the more likely we are to prevent the transmission of HIV so that really sounds like the best idea. (laughs) Yeah, and it's definitely um, about being prepared, no pun intended. Um, You know, PrEP is safe, it's legal, and it's an effective way of preventing sexual transmission of HIV. And again, if you think that this is something that may apply to you, we'd really encourage you to initiate the conversation with your provider. Like I said, not every provider may bring it up because they may just not know a lot about it, but you don't have to be an HIV specialist. You don't have to be an infectious disease specialist. Any medical provider who has prescription rights in the United States can prescribe it. Yeah. So if you feel like you might benefit from going on this medication, then you can talk to your doctor. And is, do you know anything about insurance covering it? Yeah. So the, the, the the manufacturer of Truvada, which is the pill has a patient access program, um, and the company is called Gilead. If you go to their website, you can learn more about it. But you can also go to truvada.com and truvadaprep.com, and you can learn more about it. Now, some states, for example, New York, the New York state government pays for some of the surrounding services. So, for example, the company that makes the pill in a lot of cases, if you are low income or living in poverty, will cover the cost of the pill. But there's still other fees associated. So, for example, you have to go to the doctor, you have to get lab results for your HIV testing, etc. 
in New York State, our state government pays for those surrounding fees so that if someone really wants it, they really don't have to pay anything. Now, you have to be careful, for example, if you're on your parents' insurance and you don't want to, your parents to know that you're going on it, you know, if they're getting the bills or if they have access to your medical records, that's another thing you have to kind of be careful of and ask about when you go talk, mm -hmm. when you go to your medical provider visit. But um, in New York, at least, people who want it can get it for low to no cost. Hmm. Great. Um, I don't think we have anything else to cover. Is there anything right. else you want to say about PrEP today? Um, I think I think that's really it. You know, it's just, it's really, we've come a long way from only being able to use real condoms and other kinds of prevention strategies um, for to prevent HIV transmission. And now taking a pill that's proven really effective in all sorts of different kinds of people and all sorts of different kinds of countries is now legally available. Yeah, great. Um, so I want to thank you so much for stepping in today. No problem. I enjoyed it. <laughs> and Andrew, if he could speak to us through the hurricane right now, would say thank you as well. And so now we're at the end of our podcast, The Period. And so I have a joke for you, Anthony, today. Okay. I'm really <laughs> bad with jokes. I'm getting nervous, but okay. Um, what do you call a rock band who really likes safe sex? Hmm. Rock band that really likes safe sex. Um, I don't know what. A rubber band. Oh my God. <laughs> if you can see my eyes rolling right now. I'm giving her shade. I'm throwing her shade right now. Anthony is famous for eye rolling. He has the biggest eye rolls. So, yes, thank you for that. Well, um, I enjoyed being here, and I look forward to hearing your future podcast with Andrew. <laughs> Thanks. Bye, guys. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too afraid... The Podglomer, a sonic universe. This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Yo, Tara Blake. <laughs> Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest, tonight on NBC.